Welcome to The Morning Startup, where we believe you can develop neural pathways that will awaken you to a full heart and clear mind. Live with joy, health, and success. I'm your host, Michael Oliver, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Deborah Dyack and Maria Gosher. Hello, good afternoon. Yeah. Hello. So we're really excited today. We've got a special guest with us, Wa. And um, first of all, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Thanks a lot for taking the time out of your day to join us. Um, I'm going to share a little bit about Wa's background uh, with you, and then we're going to introduce and bring Wa on. Uh, we're going to do a full hour. We may take a short break in between. Uh, we'll just see how things go. We like uh, having things flow a bit, and as you know from past episodes, we're very conversational here. So uh, we're really excited to uh, have Wa with us and to share her thoughts and wisdom. Uh, Wa is a world-renowned musician who brings healing through sound and the teachings of yoga, and we're going to explore some of those today, which I think will be really interesting. Uh, she has lectured at Princeton University, Loyola Marymount University, taught at Omega Institute, and 1440 Multiversity. She's performed with Deepak Chopra, the late Wayne Dyer. She's offering online training in self-care June 2020, which is a certified by the American Holistic Nurses Association, and she currently performs and teaches online. She has a, a really interesting Tune in to watch her Friday night curtains because they're really mm-hmm. powerful and exciting, and she does those on Friday nights. She's been featured in Mantra Yoga and Health, Yoga International, Ladies Home Journal, uh, which says that she has, quote, a natural gift of music to help people with healing. A regular contributor to LA Yoga Magazine, a leader of retreats and trainings worldwide. A um, couple other things. Um, Wa does a lot of healing concerts, which are designed, composed, and performed by Wa. And I want to explore that a little bit with her because they're very visual as well as, you know, with sound and, and visual. So I want to talk a little bit more about the importance of that and why that design is set up that way. Uh, her yoga music, I'll tell you, if you have taken a yoga class within the last five years, you've undoubtedly heard of Wa's music. You may not know it was her, but it is her. She has sold over 100,000 units worldwide, and she offers supports wellness and free workshops for cancer patients in San Francisco and San Diego, and benefit concerts for various causes like farmers' suicide prevention, which is helping farmers in India cope with crop failure and loan sharking, and Ames Hospital, founded by the spiritual leader, Ama. Uh, she has a couple of late, latest books out, Healing of Vibrational Exchange, which shares effective and innovative tools for self-healing and communication, and her new book, Self-Care, Building a Stronger, Smarter, More Peaceful Self, which brings people simple, effective ways to feel better, happier, more empowered. There's also a card deck with that book, so I, I think that's very interesting. And we'll, near the, as we wrap up here, we'll have um, Wa share some of that with us in her latest album, High Energy, which is a lot of high energy. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have her talk about that as well. There's a lot here. We're not going to get it all in in an hour. We just are very, very appreciative and, and, and um, very happy to have Wa. So, Wa, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for being thank here. You. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. So, Deb, you had you want to? I do. I had a list of questions, and I'm just going to jump in. Your name, for one, if you could start with your beautiful name, Wa, and and explain the meaning of that, and and I don't know if you if that can lead segue into the magic of syllables and the magic of sound, if you could. Mm. I know that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wa is a a universal sound that exists in most of the Eastern languages. So in Chinese, it would be uh, flower. Well, hua is flower, and then hua 
when the sound goes up apparently means bliss um oh neat you know and in korean it means energy or chi so like good wa bad wa like <laughs> don't go to that section of don bad wa you know so it, you know in in hindi which is you know in india you know the the, the word wa is just means perfection or bliss Perfectly. And, you know, to some people it means God, which then is blasphemous because I'm walking around with this name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I translate it very naturally into English as the word wow. And oh. that's why I put an exclamation point behind it, because mm-hmm. you don't just say like, wow. Right. You say, <laughs> wow. Right now. So that helps us to understand kind of the um, the emotional feeling behind the word and Mm -hmm. so you know in the same way that ma means mother in many languages wa or wow or ah you know wa it's a universal sound that just means expansion it means you know you've you've found something greater than yourself you say that when you look at a a sunset now yeah now why you you have um you come from a musical family, is that correct? Like your mom and dad were um, musicians and you've had, and you grew up in a musical environment. And so I'm curious about how that influenced you early on. And then what, what, what was the transitioning that happened to God, you know, that you moved into this, the, you know, the genre of music that you're in today? Ah, uh, well, what happened was puberty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of here. (laughs) Right. Uh, I I was born to a professor father who loved music, loved jazz, all that stuff. But uh, he was a professor at uh, various universities. And so that has made me somewhat intellectual and writing books, things like that. My mother is a professional violinist, still is. And, um, you know, her idea of having a party is getting together to play string quartets. Oh. <laughs> well, it still is, and it's fun. And, yeah. you know, I get together with people also to just do music and lead a chant and, you know, sing around the campfire. I mean, there there are many examples of the ways that we use music to just enjoy and hang out with each other. And so, you know, there's just countless evenings where I fell asleep under the music stands, you know, with a blanket, just listening to people playing music. So um, that's, that's how I grew up knowing that music is a universal language. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we didn't, uh, my father forbid TV, he said it was not good for the brain. Oh, I wish he was alive now so he could tell people to get off social yes. media. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, there was always somebody practicing scales or, or doing whatever. So um, I was psychic as a child and very sensitive. And um, my parents didn't really understand that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of freaked them out a little bit. It's like, <laughs> how do you know that? And it's like, well, the wind told me. And it's like, no. That's right. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I went to Germany when I was 14, lived there for a year. Um, when I was 17, I went to Africa to study at the University of Ghana. Mm. Uh, there was a political coup. I, you know, was supposedly peaceful, but it got violent. I had yeah. to leave. Um, you know, went to India. Anyway, you know, one thing led to another and, um, you know, I found yoga and I found mantra. So, Mm. 
it was it was you know in the beginning you have to understand like no internet no nothing you know just a couple of people gathering together to eat vegetarian food and and practice yoga and right. so then you know all the mantras were done in monotone mm-hmm. you know and it's like um could we sing these <laughs> mantras <laughs> it was like yeah sure so I made cassettes and I handed them out to all my friends and wow. we we did the mantras to music. So when you were in India I was just doing it for sorry. myself. Yeah. And that was just, you know, that that was a, a good 15 years. Wow. Before yeah. I came out of the ashram. Yeah, yeah I mean I was steeped in heavy spiritual practice um, mm-hmm. from a young age and maybe that's why I'm a little different than some of the other yeah. Um, kirtan artists that have come to this later in life. Yeah, yeah. And and I know um, following that, and obviously it was living in Nada Yoga, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but with the study of sound or sound immersion, that you must have learned that it and it caused healing. When did you? I I thought I read 2012 where you actually took that on, began using sound vibrations. For healing is that a path yeah 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 well you know mantra and sound even if you just chant the the, the syllable om or you know in my workshops we just hum humming also has an effect um even chanting ma will have an effect so as you create a sound vibration inside you a coherent energy with your particular um, fingerprint on it your voice print will then go through all of the bones, all of the muscle tissue. Um, and what you're referring to is that I had a near death in 2008, which took four years to recover mm-hmm. from. So in 2012, once I was recovered, then we started doing the healing concert. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all through that time, then trying to find what can you do when you don't have a body? Or what can you do when your body is impaired? Mm-hmm. What do you do when you have an illness? What do you do when you have an injury? You know, and it's like most people just sit there and they just say, well, rest, rest up. Mm. And it's like, no, there's so much more that you can do. You can do different kinds of breathing. You can do some tapping. You, you know, 56, you know, hundreds of things that you can mm. do in order to improve your health, to improve your, your immune system. So, for example, you know, just um, tapping the thymus. So the thymus is kind of where the the brooch of your necklace is so you know western medicine they might say well that's just fatty tissue after puberty but every ancient method of medicine says that this boosts your immune system this is where you create white blood cells t cells do you remember Mm -hmm. hello hiv Mm -hmm. uh t cells b cells Mm -hmm. right so i mean just try that if you have long fingernails you can tap with your knuckles Mm -hmm. just you know thump your thymus and then just say to yourself, I am well. I am well. I am well. I am well. And then what happens is, is naturally in the, the mind, as soon as you say, I am well, your body says, well, yeah, except for that 15 pounds that I have to lose. Mm-hmm. Or yes, except for the virus. Mm-hmm. And so then what you do with that is you blow it out. And that's another one of our cards number 19 that's called exhale Mm -hmm. and so what you do is you um 
you exhale out anything that doesn't support your highest expression of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just going to see if I can find, here's exhale, right? Oh, yeah. Hopefully you can see mm -hmm. that. Yes. They're yeah. really, really cute. So then you, you tap and you say, I'm well, I'm well. And then it's like, then the fear comes up, right? Mm -hmm. Or that does for me, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm well, I'm well. Yeah, but what about all the masks? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, I'm well, actually. Right, right. <laughs> like I'm sitting in my home and I'm well and I have oxygen to breathe and good food and like I don't have a runny nose I'm fine mm -hmm. so then what you're blowing out is the fear mm -hmm. and so the fear isolation the loneliness the anxiety is actually what causes a lot of the um, chronic illnesses mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. so then you're just like I am well and you just kind of like clear, mm -hmm. you clear your brain, you clear your, your system. And so, you know, this, this, everything that's in the self-care book is ridiculously simple, mm -hmm. you know, so just tapping or, or exhaling, um, but crucial to healing methods. I, I like the idea of um, the book being experiential, where you give an opportunity for the readers to actually practice and learn some of these techniques. Right. I know that in what you're saying in, in terms of the isolation, our mind can begin to play. I mean, I know you did something in terms of our listening audience, but the mind can begin to play tricks on you and actually talk you into something that you may not be experiencing, but then talk you into having the actual experience. So right. I like the idea that in your book you're giving people, because I think people are left in not knowing what to do. And so when they're on lockdown or they're in isolation or something, they do the worst thing you could possibly do is watch TV, which just feeds all that fear and anxiety. So mm -hmm. I, I think one of the things that would be really useful here for people to do is to to get your book, to be able to read those and practice those things. Because like you said, they're very simple. They're very doable. But then to then tune into the results of that and, 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 and to feel really better. So I really appreciate you sharing that. I think it's very valuable. Mm -hmm. yeah, the yeah. Dalai Lama had just said exactly what you're saying is that our health is sometimes hijacked by fear and anxiety. And what you're saying is exactly along that line, that we have more control than we believe we do, but we've forgotten. We've forgotten the ability to heal. Well, that's, I mean, that's a great question. Why? Hmm. Why have we given away our connection to our own health? Why have we given away the power of our health care? Why have we given that away? And why, why are politics dictating medicine this doesn't make sense medicine is about healing people it's about helping people exactly. you know the police force is about loving and serving the community protecting the community and it's like somehow you know the police has turned into kind of a military um approach and the, the medicine has turned into some kind of a profitable approach mm -hmm. and it's like we have to kind of <clears throat> we have to take it back we have to take back our understanding and rework it mm -hmm. and just say, well, this is what this is what we believe. We believe that the body is perfect. Mm -hmm. In mm -hmm. yoga, the body, they say perfect. that, that <clears throat> the universe is perfect. You couldn't have come into this universe in any other way than perfection. Mm -hmm. So then, and if you tried to manage everything on your own, it's like, 
All right, make sure that the heart is beating. I don't think it's beating at the right pace. All right, and the tear ducts, hey, tear ducts have to fill up. Okay, a few nerves have to be, Did you, are you growing fingernails? Like, you wouldn't be able to do it. And so that gives you an understanding that the body is a perfect mechanism. It already has ways to destroy bacteria, to fight against immune, uh, you know, immune diseases it's like you know if if you eat bad food your body just throws hydrochloric acid all over it anyway in order to digest it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your your small intestine it knows it sorts the pure from the impure so then you know it's like okay i don't need this i just swallowed a penny by mistake mm-hmm. your body knows so then say like, okay would this we don't need and so then you know out it goes but instead we think, oh, my God, I couldn't possibly figure out what's the difference between what I need and what isn't good for me. And so mm-hmm. then we just move into a place of fear. And so as as you're quoting the Dalai Lama, so I'll just say, you know, absolutely, yes. You know, as we move into a place of understanding that the body is perfect and that we are capable and that we do have intuition, we do know, and we trust our bodies, then we can allow the stress to go. And, you know, that's that's going to be a focus for health. And, you know, a lot of these for-profit institutions, mm-hmm. um, emergency care centers and hospitals and um, other kinds of clinics, they know that now. And so they bring in people like me to manage stress, Mm -hmm. you know, because they know that it's not part of what their system is and they have to sell wellness, but it's not, it's not part of their system yet. So that is really good Mm -hmm. because now there's an amalgamation. There's some kind of discussion now between wellness and then, you know, corrective medicine. Right. And I think the power, what you're talking about for at least the past all my lifetime, we've looked externally for um, our health. We've looked, we've gone externally to try to get healed instead of realizing that it's within us. So that's why we are so grateful to have you and others who promote mindfulness and our touchstones on sound, that even sound is so powerful as a healing and tool that we've forgotten. And, and to mm-hmm. trust intuition. I, I th- it's almost oh. like a battle of the consciousness in a way. You know, it, it, it seems that we've, we for- it, to, to just pick up on what you were saying earlier, we've forgotten who we are. And we need to wake up. And, you know, we're walking around asleep and being influenced by, by you know, media and all these other things. And, and uh, you know, I think it's, we, we need to, to wake up and we need to hear the messages and trust ourselves. So, okay. And speaking of intuition, I forgot. This was fascinating to me. And let me know if I'm mispronouncing this, but Savasana, your, one of your CDs, you mm-hmm. did that all just in one. It was all by intuition when you played. You said Right. And- so that was a, 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 a CD that we did. <sighs> All in one take, and I'll tell you why. Because Amazing. I had just come off of tour with Krishna Das, and <laughs> uh, we had like a month or two. What well, he would go to India to refresh, and you know I needed to get back to my family. Um, so I went into a studio, and I just kind of, you know, I was like, okay, looking, 
look around, find a studio. And so I went in and this guy said, okay, yeah, I can record you. So I went in and started singing. And what I didn't realize is that the guy was completely, um, we'll just say hi. Well, no, let's, say, let's say he was passed out on opiates. So he pre- pressed start and then passed out on the floor. Wow. Um, hmm. And then would kind of come to and it's like, hi, you know, is that, does that sound okay? You know, I'm in the other room, right? So we're right. speaking through talk, talk mic. Right. And he's like, yeah, man, that sounds great. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I mean, this is... Well, this, it did. <laughs> it was awesome. We're talking about the universe being perfect, mm-hmm. right? So as these coincidences come up, as these un, unusual circumstances come up, and, you know, I'll just include lockdown. We have to understand that lockdown is perfect, that we were going in the wrong direction. That mm. people were too jacked up. That, that you know, it's like even my tours. I was doing. I was planning two, sometimes three events in one day. It's like it's humanly mm. impossible to like travel across town and get some food and then do a press interview. Like, mm. I don't know what I was thinking, mm-hmm. but everybody was at that place. Mm-hmm. We were all just like, yeah, we're gonna do more. We're gonna do more. And it was like, mm-hmm. no, you're not. The universe is perfect. It's like you're going to sit in one place. Mm-hmm. And now that we've been sitting in one place, we've been able to think, oh, my God, like we haven't dealt with racism yet. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, duh. And we haven't dealt with global warming yet, have we? And it's like, no. And we really haven't dealt with corporations running governments, have we? And it's like, no, we were kind of doing that while we were doing everything else, but we also really focused on being popular on social media. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so now some of those distractions are coming away because we've been sitting with ourselves. And it's like, I think that this is really good. So we're it's starting a universal to consider reset. What, what's important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll just say for all of us, what's important is that we don't go extinct. Mm-hmm. That's what's important. And so what we're doing right now is to try, we're trying to find another way to live on this planet mm-hmm. with all the different people that are here, with all the different cultures, all the different races, and all the different levels of economic um, success. And so if we don't figure that out, so in other words, if, if the corporations, if Monsanto or pharmaceuticals or whatever, um, you know, lobbyists and things like that, if they are still able to influence government and the way that we take care of each other. So in other words, the universe is then hierarchical. Mm -hmm. So we take care of our children. Our parents took care of us. There are soul guides that take care, that watch over us. Mm -hmm. There are deities that watch over that. You know, there's like a hierarchical system of how we care for each other. And the the key word here is care. Mm -hmm. And so as we care for each other and we find a new way of of connecting and creating contracts and regulations between us that seem to work, then we might be more in harmony with nature. We actually might do a better job. And it's our job now to recreate the world. And if we don't, we'll just be like polar bears and then you know, will go extinct and nature will flourish. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's up to us 
And so, you know, the next time you get into an argument, well, I mean, I read this and, you know, the facts are this. And it's like, well, you read fake news and I did. You know, <laughs> right, like, right. Okay, like you're really talking like a whole bunch of ants that just ate pesticide or something. Right. You know, it's like your extinction is so imminent that all you're doing is like arguing with each other because you're you're in a state of confusion. Yeah. And if you just noticed, I did exhale. I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I'm I'm embodying that and then I'm showing you Yeah. That is not what we want. Right. So it's like just keep using your exhale. If if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel coherent, create some space, come back. Mm -hmm. Ask for forgiveness. I'm sorry I didn't I don't think I understood what you were saying. Exactly. Is there a way that we can speak in a way, can we speak better to each other? Mm -hmm. Can I make reparations? What can we do to make this better? Like that constant resetting. Mm -hmm. Because the, now I'm on a soapbox and I No, you're good. No, shut it's up, all good. No, no. <laughs> it's just what we need to hear. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, well, it's, the world is fragmented. Mm -hmm. That is what has happened. And, you know, some people are blaming it on, you know, that we've gotten more technological advancements and, you know, we've gotten internet all the time and, you know, more robots and AI and, you know, now people are putting up 5G and, you know, it's causing, you know, all kinds of uh, reactions and health problems. But even before that, because of the way that we've treated the earth, Mm -hmm. We've burned down forests of, you know, rainforests in order to plant palm trees for palm oil that's just in like, you know, hygienic products and isn't really even very good for you. But it's like we're, we're doing things that just ruin the ozone. You know, we, we've, we've made some bad decisions that have brought us to our current situation. Mm -hmm. And so the fragmentation is not just on one level. It's not just... 5g it's not just global warming it's not just kind of integration that somehow didn't work and so different cultures and races kind of went to their own neighborhoods mm -hmm. you know like there's fragmentation even on a thought level and so we see that with conflicting news and in our minds with like I wonder if I have coronavirus right. and it's like oh shut up right. <laughs> you know it's like so then, you know, it's like even within the brain, it can be harder to find what physics would call coherent energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coherent energy is, is in nature. So these are whole coherent fields. This is electromagnetic energy that hasn't been corrupted. It hasn't been disturbed or broken. Mm -hmm. So hanging out with a tree or going to the botanical gardens and being inside the greenhouse. There's lots of oxygen. There are coherent fields, you know, and so that's harder to find now mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. And we have made some bad decisions. You know, I was trying to describe to my mom, who's always like, I'm sorry, like, why can't we go out? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay, I'll explain it again, right. you know. And so I'm telling her about Al Gore's book. You know, I mean, how many years ago was that? 25 years oh, ago? Yeah. Yeah. 20 years ago, something? And it was like the idea of global warming, the idea of overpopulation, the idea of 
exploiting natural resources. You know, all of these have been ideas. And it's like the Hopi Indian prophecy. It's mm -hmm. like we're at that fourth stage and even beyond that. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, was it last week that the Earth almost got hit by an asteroid? Oh, we were just talking three, about yeah. that before you three came Three separate yeah. times, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like the Earth itself is having hard time staying alive yeah. and figuring out what to do. And we on the Earth are also having a hard mm -hmm. time. What we're seeing now is intervention of angels. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if that's true, then you better find out who your angels are and start calling on them. Right. And you better start doing something in order to empower yourself. Mm -hmm. You better start breathing, feeling your breath, feeling what feels right and what doesn't feel right to you. Mm -hmm. Right. What doesn't feel right might just be a conflicted conversation. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, wow, I don't know. You know what? I think I just need to go. I'm going to go make a cup of tea mm -hmm. or some other distraction, right? And you're just like, can I call you back in 10 minutes? Well, that's and what's so powerful. You go and restore. You do, yeah. you do five minutes of self-care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying do an hour yoga class. I'm saying, you know, drink, some, drink, drink a, a warm drink. I'm saying, you know, like massage your scalp and just just let go of whatever the anxiety was and then try again. Yeah. But it's like that kind of empowerment, we have to find that and we have to be able to reset. When it goes wrong, we have to reset just like that. You know, I think a lot of I really am I I really like hearing that because I think it's a reminder that we really need to there's a couple of things you said in there that really have a lot of strength to it. The idea about becoming self-empowered, taking the responsibility to take care of ourselves, which I think we've lost. Um, this whole thing about working so quickly, so fast, all the time, we lose ourself and all that. And so getting back to the self and becoming more empowered and taking care of ourselves, because I think um, – I think what you're saying is that if we can't even take care of ourselves, how then can we make any contribution anywhere else on the planet if we can't even take time for ourselves? And I think this lockdown has been very helpful um, in, in I, I think, in helping people see what they're lacking. And I, I don't think a lot of – there's some people that don't get that. They, they don't – they get frustrated and they get anxious and they want to get back to that crazy – pace without taking a moment to say, you know what, I do feel anxious. What is that telling me? Why do I feel like um, I, I need to do something differently rather than take time for themselves? But I think the important thing and why it's so critical that we have people like Wa on here sharing, people don't know what they don't know. All they know is they feel anxious. They feel angry, upset. They think they're sick. They're not sure if they're sick, but they don't know where to go. They don't know to go inside. And so the more we can share that we have the ability within us to calm our minds, to heal ourselves, but people don't know what they don't know. And they have the tools to do it. And I think that's right. why your work is really important, Waz, exactly. because it's one thing just to say, you know, uh, settle down or, or, or take time for yourself, but there's some people that just don't know how to do that. Right. And so by being provided with the tools uh, to do that, um, and especially your, the guidance that you give, I, I just heard on one of your CDs, um, it was this kind of, um, I, I wish I remember the name of it, I apologize, but 
it, it was where you were talking about where you were just talking about everything is perfect. The universe is perfect. Your body is perfect. The cells are perfect. Everything is in perfection. Everything works in harmony. And and you were voicing over uh, the music, but it was that's what people need to hear that they they need to be given permission, if you will, to be able right to be able to yes yeah yeah. So it's 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 really quite beautiful. And I just want to talk, uh, kind of slide into frequencies, and and I know that the future of future medicine supposedly will be a medicine of frequencies. Do you believe that? It can be applied to disrupt viruses. I believe that hate is a virus. I believe that fear is a virus as well as the coronavirus, and I believe it's just as bad as the coronavirus. Um, and, and your use of frequencies, do you believe that that is possible? Well, yeah. You all have, have said some beautiful things. Um, before I address the frequencies, I'll just say that this feeling of anxiety, the feeling of wanting to go out, like I want to get back yeah. to yes. Yes. that that feeling is a lack of feel-good hormones. Mm. So, you oh. know, the, the four feel-good hormones, well, just so that you know like what it is, this is part of empowerment is self-understanding. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like you need to know, right? So dopamine right. is your first one. Dopamine means that you matter. And it's like when you're sitting alone, you know, and I live near Facebook and Google, and it's like some of those kids moved here from Singapore or China or Mm -hmm. whatever, and Google provides all the meals. They provide yoga class. They provide Mm -hmm. everything. So they're like, "Eh, I'll just get a little room. Mm -hmm. I won't even get a kitchen. I'll just get like a little room. Mm -hmm. They come here, lockdown. Not only are they lonely, there's nothing to eat. They have a microwave you know, like they have no family, you know, and it's like this feeling that you don't matter because you can't see yourself right. in, in the larger mm-hmm. picture, right? So you're going out in order to see, like, do I matter? Right. You're protesting. It's like, this matters. This makes a difference. And so what what we're doing is we're trying to restore the feel-good hormones, which really were not being released during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Second, um, feel-good hormone is oxytocin. That's the bonding uh, hormone. That's the chemical that your teeny tiny little glands secrete into your bloodstream. These I call the hormones the original IV drip, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> they're great. they're tiny, yeah. but they yeah. they just they put this chemical into your bloodstream, and so oxytocin is. You know, it's um, it bonds people to each other, mm-hmm. right? So that's why when the baby is born, then skin to skin, mm-hmm. the baby and the mom, it's like oxytocin. That's why. And it's like as we hug each other, as we touch each other, it's like that uh, that hormone releases. And all of a sudden, you feel like you're part of a, a larger family. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And so then we're looking for oxytocin. Mm-hmm. Now we're like, you know, we're not... We're not allowed to touch. So it's like you go out and you're looking for those feel-good hormones and they don't get released because mm-hmm. there's masks and there's barriers and, you know, all of that. And then there's there's a fourth one. A third one is serotonin. Mm-hmm. Serotonin is like the comfort hormone. And this is released in its easiest form. It's released through 
recalling happy memories. A really good thing to do right before bed, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Remember when we went to Puerto Vallarta and like we needed a taxi and like one didn't come <laughs> and then we took like five buses and it was like a total disaster. Oh my God, that was so much fun. <laughs> right? So it's not even that it was a, that it worked out. It's a memory of connection. Right. Mm-hmm. This then releases the serotonin in your system and then you feel cozy. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, you know, ecstasy. The drug ecstasy, what does that do? It pulls the serotonin out of your system. It borrows your future serotonin mm-hmm. and gives it to you in one nice big bulk, one big uh, lump, mm-hmm. right? So then you're like, wow, I feel great. And it's like, yeah. Right. So if you released a little bit of that every day, you would feel great. The last feel-good hormone is endorphins. Mm-hmm. Endorphins is released from laughter, me, I'm, I'm like, I'm down to just like the basic, like you can do all of this. So it's like, you know, when, when I start a class, I will almost always have them laugh. Like, I'll just say, okay, put your hand on your, your solar plexus. And now, (laughs) and I'll say, did you hear that the whole world was on lockdown? (laughs) You know, it's not funny. (laughs) <laughs> but the exhale is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And the exhale releases bad breath, fear, anxiety, stress. Endorphins is what allows you to be superhuman. Mm-hmm. Endorphins is what allows you to lift the car because your friend is underneath mm-hmm. it. Well, then- so four feel-good hormones that we need. Yeah. And we're feeling anxious. We want to go out mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we think that going out will, will do that. I don't know. I went into San Francisco a couple of days ago. And, oh, we're out of lockdown. It was depressing. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nobody's there. there. It's like the, yeah. the, the, the stores have yeah. been looted and there's things boarded up oh. and everybody's left the city. Who needs to live in a city if mm-hmm. everything's off online? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe this is the end of the city. Mm-hmm. This could be the end of the city. But it was like I didn't find what I was looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, oh, that's good information. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This right. Visually... So, and, and again, oh, as you go through your learning, then you just notice it's like, OK, I'm going to go out and I'm going to find this. And yeah. It's like you don't find it. Then you say, hmm, that's another one of the cards. I'll see if mm. I can find it. <laughs> right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean there's a judgment. It's like, hmm, well, that's good information. Like I didn't find what I was looking for. So yeah. then you evolve, you hope you stay open. Because you want to, you want to, you want to, you, you do want to find what you want to find. Mm-hmm. But if if you didn't find it the way that you were trying to find it, mm-hmm. then, hmm, mm-hmm. is there another way that I could find this? This is being flexible. This yeah. is being gentle. This is being open. This is being coherent. So saying, hmm, that's card number. Four. 48. I'm going to find it for you. But they're so cute. I mean, I just can't help myself. <laughs> While you're looking for it, that skin-to-skin visual that I had of the baby and mother, that's exactly how I feel when I listen to your music. That was a Aww. good, it's a good feeling. It, it does bring up that joy, mm-hmm. that, that feel-good, that connectedness. So I thank Yeah, you. and I haven't heard it framed that way with the four feel-good hormones. And yes, mm-hmm. nice. Say, mm-hmm. hmm. But mm. the, but yeah, I try it. That's yeah. humming. Hello. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? And it gives you it gives yeah. you three more seconds mm-hmm. to not react. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I think that Trump is blah blah blah. <laughs> right. So then you're like, <laughs> hmm. hmm. <laughs> it just it's so that the cortisol doesn't doesn't release just like that, mm-hmm. right? So that you can kind of stay with what Deb is describing as a feeling of connection. You have to stay connected the whole day. And yeah. so part of your empowerment is then monitoring how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Do I feel connected right now? And it's like, I sure don't. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, would you be willing to drink a glass of water? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> would you be willing to have a cup of hot tea? It's like, yes. So it's like just having a cup, a, a hot beverage. Mm-hmm. Well, just, you know, gives you a few minutes to do something that's not like super important. Mm-hmm. You have something warm, you put something warm in your system. It's a little bit um, comforting and nourishing. And it's just like, okay, now how do you feel? And it's like, I can start again. I really like so, that. Why? You know, one of the things we talk about, what what we've we've adopted in, in the work we do is, we call them small achievable experiences because we found that people that try to do larger things or take on larger things usually don't accomplish those because they feel overwhelming to them. And as I hear you speak about that, it's like that's a small but achievable experience that brings something positive then can build on something right. else. And you do enough of those small achievable experiences, then you get, then you get you know, some, some real powerful results from that. And I really – I think these are so helpful because they're not – difficult, they're easy, they're simple, but they can be so powerful. And putting those together in group can be very strong as well. So I, well, and I the, can appreciate the reason that. that. The reason that they're powerful, I, I, like, I like both approaches, actually. Like a small, achievable um, <clears throat> action, as you apply it to moving forward in your life, mm-hmm. is, you know, they call it chunking down. And yeah. so as yeah. you do small things that kind of lead you to that goal, then you find that you're like taking steps in the right direction in order to achieve that goal. Right. Mm-hmm. This right, is right. true as well in spiritual work. So in other words, mm-hmm. achieving something on the outside world, that's true, small achievable goals. And then achieving some kind of connection on the mm-hmm. inside, same thing, small achievable goals. So it's like, you know, making that cup of tea, it gives you a moment to then come into self-awareness how am i doing to reflect like these are the this is like this is beta wave up here doing 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 alpha brain wave state is then we're talking about frequencies so Uh hopefully getting to deb's question so the frequency of the beta uh brain wave state is then doing you're writing your checkbook you're talking Mm -hmm. you're taking yoga alpha is more like shavasana Mm -hmm. it's daydreamy it's like Hmm. It's um, imaginative. It's, you know, children under the age of 12, they live in alpha mm-hmm. brainwave state. Mm-hmm. They are dominantly alpha. So you just know like, this hey, you want to mm-hmm. play house? It's like, yeah, <laughs> right. I'll be the king and you'll be the prince. <laughs> like right away. And you ask like yeah. a grown man, you want to play house? They're like, is there equipment is, do we, <laughs> now you want to now should we have money right you know it, like there's a resistance right so it's mm-hmm. like as we move through different frequencies 
you know, <laughs> there's an awareness. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, that's beta, that's alpha. Theta is where a lot of, you know, the protein synthesis and the nutrient absorption, deep meditation. And then there's delta. Delta brainwave state is when you are in the deepest sleep and you're in a, you're basically in a coma. Mm -hmm. You have no connection to your muscles. You, can, you, you, you can't move them even if you try. If you pick up a child that's in the delta sleep, right. There's, they, they feel like a hundred pounds of rocks. Mm -hmm. And it's because they, they're, they, they don't have connection to their muscles. So let me just say, you basically die every night. Mm -hmm. yep. But you have awareness of this. So it's like, can you move through the brainwave frequencies during the day in a way that has more awareness, mm -hmm. that actually works in your benefit? Could you take like five minutes to daydream a little bit? Mm -hmm. So like, or call someone, it's just, again, you know, like using our understanding of the perfection of the way that we are made in order to have a better, more complete experience, not only with ourselves, but in connection to other people. Mm -hmm. We weren't connect before lockdown. Right. We weren't really authentically yep. connecting with That's each right. other. Yeah, agreed. Like, how many right. hits do you have? How many blah, blah, blah? Oh, my God, did you hear so-and-so went viral? And, <laughs> and it's like, what is wrong with us? Right. You know, like each person is a leaf on the tree. And it's like, hey, you know, how's it going? It's like, good, I'm a leaf. Right. And another person's like, yeah, I'm a leaf. It's good. Nice to be part of the tree, isn't it? But we weren't, we weren't doing that. Right. So, you know, we're... We're re-empowering because if we don't, uh, we won't be able to stay on the planet. Yeah. We need to understand frequency. We need to understand feel-good hormones, brainwave frequencies, you know, just enough to stay connected to ourselves mm -hmm. and to know when we get pulled out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of what you're saying stems from the fact that we've become such a society of instant gratification mm -hmm. that people expect, right. um, they, they don't realize that a, a one breath is going to make such a difference or by right. smiling and laughing until they experience it. And what, what you were saying is little by little, eventually they get to the, the bigger, the, long, the more long-term um, goal of the internal change. But I was kind of wondering that too, like, are some people not ready? Like, some people might be very resistant to our conversation, let's say. And we can help ourselves internally, but might not. Might some people just not be ready to hear stuff like this? And therefore, how does that, how, we, how do we motivate change, I it's guess? Not it's not true. No. It's not true. Every, everybody is having an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, well, how do they decide if they're going to date that person? They're already doing it. It's like, so what do you think? And it's like, oh, all right. No, I mean, yeah. he's kind of he's kind of cute, right? <laughs> you're already describing that you're getting information, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, so second date, how did it go? And it was like, I don't know. I just feel really really good when I'm with him I don't know I mean he just he doesn't ever like bark at me or whatever I just kind of like I feel I feel good this is already information 
mm-hmm. about an awareness about how you're feeling mm-hmm. when you're with a certain person. And it's like, mm-hmm. so how did it go with that person? And it was like, I'm trashed. I, they just wouldn't stop criticizing everything. Like my hair wasn't right. My makeup wasn't right. He didn't like my, mm-hmm. my accent. It, you know, and it's like, God, I mean, it was just like a hate party. And it's like, <laughs> how do you feel? It's like, I don't know. I don't want to hang out with him again. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can do it in dating. So why can't you do it in other places? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, this is not foreign information. We're not talking about you have to invoke angels. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. saying that you have to meditate. We're just saying make a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and just notice, like, what are you thinking about when you make a cup of tea? And it's like, you know, or just like, hmm, just so you don't react. We're just giving you like a new tool, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, you know, white supremacist, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hmm, mm-hmm. we are in a we're in a pickle. Mm-hmm. You are in a problem. Hmm. And and you're not trying to fix it, and you're not trying to convince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so powerful. it's like the tools that we're talking yeah. about are not necessarily yeah. deep in meditation. I don't really care about vipassana and what style of yoga you do, if any. You know, I'm talking about just being human, mm-hmm. and that we already know how to do. Right. So can we do that better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like Makes the way you, that's. Yeah, I really, I really like the way that's framed because really, you're, we're all experiencing. Mm-hmm. We're all experiencing. Like that's what you just described. Whether you're experiencing something that doesn't feel good or you're experiencing something that you feel good, you're experiencing. So, make some decision on how to shift that. If that isn't like, if you don't like feeling the way you're feeling for whatever reason it is. I like the, the, the analogy of a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. Have something warm. And just take the moment. That's what I would say to somebody. I would say, look, you just have the tea or have some warm water. <laughs> call just, me in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take anything, but call me in the morning. And just, t- just take the breath and tell me how it felt. Just, just how did it wow. feel? And mm-hmm. I think that... That's simple. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. critical, though, is people don't take the time to determine what they're feeling. They don't know what they're feeling. They're feeling anxious, but they can't articulate it. And what you just shared with us was the power of the pause, um, which we mm-hmm. have learned in martial mm-hmm. arts, the power of the pause, of, of even in breathing, pranayama, the power. And if people could learn to take that pause just to think about what they're thinking, it would be a healthier world, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think. hmm yeah. yeah, and just to know, like, everybody cares. Mm-hmm. You do care how you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, oh, some people can't get in touch with, with you know, how they're feeling or how to, to, to be connected. or And it's like, no, I don't subscribe to that either. It's like, well, you know, I mean, I just kind of was going along, going along. And then I was like, damn it, <laughs> my, my, my. And then all of a sudden I'm in a big fight and it's like, where did that come from? Uh-huh. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they were they were feeling, and it was just like, oh, okay. So it wasn't exaggerated enough for you to be able to know that it was there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, so it it it's like everybody feels, and mm-hmm. everybody knows what feels good to them and what doesn't feel good to them. This is this this particular playground on Earth is governed by free will. 
we can do, be or have or try anything we want. And so then you try things. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, that was, that was, yeah, it wasn't, as my friend says, I, I didn't hate that. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, good. Like not hating. That's a great place to start, you know? So, you know, so then it's, it's just like you keep trying. So it's like if we can just think of our lives as more like a ball of wax, you know, and again, anything that causes fragmentation, Mm-hmm. Anything that says, well, you know, these people are aware and these people are not aware. It's like everybody's aware. Mm-hmm. That's why we're t- talking and fighting and discussing is because we're all aware. Mm-hmm. And it's like what we're trying to do is to, to, to you know, bring that awareness to a place where we're using it more skillfully. Right. 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 Makes sense. And I know very often, it, well, not very often, but when I do listen to your music, you talk about go to the light, be in the light. For people who haven't heard that saying before, can you explain what you mean by that? For people who don't know what it means, go to the light, be the light, be in the light. It's okay. it's so, so joyful and beautiful. Yeah, so you just died. You're going down the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just go to the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. It's, you know, what's the light at the end of the tunnel? You. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that. God God is in you, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you do go back to, you know, Dr. Michael Newton or then who's Brian, somebody is doing his work now, Life Between Lives, what mm-hmm. you do is you leave part of your light back in the pool mm-hmm. of consciousness. And the older souls take less light because mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, it's just a <laughs> And the young souls are like, I'm going to take everything. We have so much fun. We're going to have cars. We're going to have swimming pools. Right. So, but everybody leaves some light behind. Mm-hmm. And so when you die, that's the joyous part about mm-hmm. dying is that you then reunite mm-hmm. with all of your light or all of your energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Beautiful. I try and bring it into science as much as I can. Yes. Yep. You know, it's like light is energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, light has a wave. It can be it can be measured. Um, you know, the electricity in the cells it can be measured. This is all energy mm-hmm. that then is around you and is available to you. So it's like when we say, "Well, go towards the light," you know, it's just saying go towards your own energy. Mm-hmm. Become you. more whole. Did you become fragmented by like fighting with that person? And it's like, okay, so how do we restore you so that mm-hmm. all of you is here? Because yeah. you just gave away like half of yourself right. to that person, <laughs> hurling insults. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's beautiful. Thank you. We're, we're just trying to make it so simple Yeah. that, you know, that anyone, anyone can do it. And, you know, like the cards, you know, grandmas are doing it yeah. and kids are doing it and you know, adults are doing it. It's just, it, these are all really simple ways to spend time yeah. with yourself. And I like that the, the cards make a nice tool or a reference as reminders. So that, and they're playfully done, which I, I like. That That's, uh, it. I don't know if this was the intent or not, but it yeah. almost, but it's almost like, um, 
you know, I, I think of playfully, then I think of childlike and getting smile. and smile and getting mm-hmm. that place of joy. It's it's that kind of unsophistication, if you know what I mean. Um, it it just it 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 feels good. So back to the hormone thing, but. So I, I'm getting the picture here. You know, it's all by design. Wah. <laughs> well done, because it's, you know, we need that. We we need some some design to get us back to where we we need to be. So, I think it's well. And if if you need something to say, I'll just give you your mantra for today. Okay, That'd which be is my name, which means, wow. That's it. Wonderful. It's your mantra. Wonderful. So it's like as you go through stuff, wow doesn't mean good and it doesn't mean bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, wow is what you say when you see a beautiful sunset. And yeah. wow is also what you see when you see the World Trade Towers coming down. Right, right. It's something that has happened of its own accord. It has happened because the universe made it happen. Yeah. And this is true. Absolutely everything yeah so if if you're just like well you know what else you're just a blah 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 what's your mantra wow Wow. yeah you know it's like i love you mom this was the best sandwich ever and it's like wow i hate you (laughs) (laughs) worst mom ever i'm never talking to you again wow (laughs) right and so all this does the mantra just gives you some space Mm mm-hmm and I'll just leave you, you know, with uh, the scientific information that the electromagnetic pulses that we put out mm-hmm. as living tissue are at about 70 hertz. Mm-hmm. Trees, about 70 hertz. Plants, about 70 hertz. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, cell phones, 1,200 megahertz mm. so 1200 mm. adds six zeros yeah um wi-fi modems um 5000 megahertz on an airplane there are two modems one that go to the satellites one that go to cell towers Ten thousand megahertz adds six zeros wow. so you know when we come down to our own energy mm-hmm. it's 70 hertz it's simple it's chewing on a <laughs> Celery stick. It's like whittling a little, you know. <laughs> it's sitting on the front porch, yeah. you know. It's like watching the grapes ripen, you know. I mean, it's right. I don't know what. I don't know at what point that we decided that we wanted to be robots, mm-hmm. but we're <laughs> right. not. Right. Well, and we never will be. Mm-hmm. You know, we operate at seventy hertz, and so it's just kind of like. You know, sitting out and chewing the fat, or like however you describe that. Right. Um, taking time to come down to 70 hertz, whether that's making a cup of tea mm-hmm. or you want to meditate with a certain style, or, you know, but it's just like, you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody asked me, they were like, how can I order the book and the cards? And I'm like, oh, you just like, Hey, <laughs> and then we chat and you give me your address I mean it's like it, but she was in other words she was expecting you go on Amazon to the certain link of the blah blah and it's like we're talking to each other right hey yeah. <laughs> you know so it's like you know the, the, the more simple we can be the more kind we mm-hmm. can be the more gentle we can be the more inclusive we can be 
we're 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 going to end up in a better world. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I want to thank, thank you. you. Um, we're about wrapping it for today, so thank you so much for your time. I do want to say that um, for our listening audience, we're going to have all this information for WA on our on our website, mentation.com. We'll have it in the show notes. So. We'll have a, uh, a link to her information, to her books, to her CDs. Uh, so we'll encourage you to take a look at those and, and um, please check them out. So, Wa, thank you. Bless you. We right. really appreciate thank you. you so thank much. Thank you. We'll look, we'll look right. forward to having another chat sometime. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take care. Thank you, Wa. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How do we get from here to the future? just heard was Wa's new music, How Do We Get to the Future? You can find Wa's music by visiting her website, wamusic.com. Also, you can find this episode on our website, mintation.com, or your favorite podcast platforms. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter at mintation.com. It is the best way to connect with all the exciting happenings, new product launches, and upcoming podcasts. We really appreciate you. Take care, and we'll see you next time.